0: All right, we are back here. Day three, the morning of Beaver Creek Precious Metals Summit 2023. And happy to be sitting here starting my morning off with Jason Jessup, CEO over at Magna Mining. They trade on the TSX Venture with NICU and on the OTCQB with MGMNF. Uh, Jason, welcome to Precious Metals, Beaver Creek. Thanks a lot, Trevor. It's great to see you here. It's good to see you. You're, you're welcome into my backyard. And uh, tell me, how's the, how's the conference going the last couple days? Yeah, it's been really busy. It's a,
1: a great conference. It's one of my favorites. Um, a lot of really good investors here. Great
0: companies. Been uh, very productive. Yeah. Uh, obviously, predominantly precious metals focus. Obviously, it's in the name. But uh, how receptive are people uh, to the nickel story? You know, there's not a lot of nickel stories here, so um,
1: the response has been really good, and some people ask us how we got invited, and I just uh, jokingly say, well, we also have a couple million ounces of platinum, palladium, gold in our resources, so
0: <laughs> we qualify. Very good. Um, all right, you know, let's give a general sense of, you know, the work on the ground, what's been happening up in Sudbury uh, over the summer and into the fall. Kind of give us a recap, and then kind of give us another sense of what it will be happening deeper into the fall and into the winter. Sure. So we've been uh, busy drilling
1: uh, exploration at Crane Hill and Shakespeare. Um, you know, we're going to probably end the year with about 25,000 meters drilled, which is more than we had budgeted. But it's been going really well, and actually costs have been coming in a little under budget. So that's been going really well. Um, you know, continue drilling this fall. Uh, we've also done a lot of work towards uh, advancing, you know, towards uh, advanced exploration at Crane Hill
0: and uh, and the permitting and approvals that go along with that. Yeah, very good. Uh, so, you know, give us a, we were kind of chatting last night, and um, I introdu- introduced you to somebody, mm-hmm. and the way I made the introduction is I love the work they're doing in Sudbury. They're trying to rejuvenate nickel exploration into mining in the area that just has historically been predominantly nickel mining. And is that... And, and maybe uh, I mean is that is that safe for me to say? Like I, that's kind of how I I mean I can't take it back. That's what I said. But. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that's a fair
1: statement to make for sure. Um, you know, we are a. I think a, a unique junior in the nickel space and you know we have experience in Sudbury and, and operating mines in Sudbury making discoveries and yeah that's really what what we're trying to do and I think
0: one of the best uh, nickel jurisdictions in the world. Yeah. So what makes Magnus so unique compared to other companies in, in and around Sudbury? Well, Magna is a junior company, and other companies in
1: Sudbury are majors. So mm-hmm. Sudbury is dominated, and it has been for the last hundred years, really by um, just a, a couple of companies. Uh, previously, it was Inco and Falconbridge. Uh, now that's Valet and Glencore. And then, in uh, around 2001, another junior came on the scene um, called FNX Mining, mm-hmm. and FNX went and acquired five pass-producing um, Inco mines and you know Brownfield. Projects that had operated previously, but you know, were really of uh, very little value and interest to, to Inco at the time. Um, and they took those five assets and they turned that into a 1.5 billion dollar company um, over the next 10 years. And I was, you know, very fortunate and enjoyed being part of that team. And. Uh, so now those assets are owned by KGHM, another major copper company. Yep. So we are the uh, sort of the, the only junior there that has any
0: advanced assets. So how advanced are these things? I, you know, we were also chatting a little bit, and, and I opened up and I said, you know, a lot of these stories and companies that I work with, I felt Magna was really challenging for me to like get a full grasp on. Um, you know, that perhaps more my fault than anybody else's. But are, like, is, is it a difficult story to tell? I mean, you have a number of moving pieces here within the company. You know, it is a, a complex story
1: in some sure. ways because we do have a lot of, of moving parts and pieces. And But, you know, the vision for the company has never changed since inception. So I guess if I was to, to try and just really simplify it for people um, that that really are just hearing who Magna is for the first time. And I kind of just say that, you know, Magna owns two uh, nickel copper PGM projects in the prolific Sudbury mining camp, uh, the Crane Hill project and the Shakespeare project. Crane Hill is a brownfield uh, nickel mine that uh, produced for over 80 years. And because of that, it offers an opportunity for a very... uh, capital efficient and near-term um, production restart mm. and then the Shakespeare mine is again another brownfield nickel copper PGM mine that uh, is has all the major permits to construct a 4500 ton per day open pit mine mill and tailing storage facility and Magna has a team of people who have worked in Sudbury before uh, with FNX mining and really are leveraging
0: on that experience uh, to grow this company. How? What is the timeline? What is the the runway here to get both those projects potentially back into production? And is that the strategy for Magna? Do you want to be, go back and and be the miner? Yeah, I definitely think there's there's a great opportunity for us to become the
1: next nickel mining company in in North America um, because of the assets we have and then the team we have. So our plan for next year is to. Uh, get into what we're calling advanced exploration at Crane Hill which will entail some surface bulk sampling as well as a new underground ramp development that will access some of our footwall zones uh, very close to surface sort of within the first 500 feet of surface and uh, you know if that's successful um, that could lead into commercial production through toll milling um, you know potentially in 2025 and then You know, our vision is once it's up and running um, successfully, that's when we'll start looking at project financing for Shakespeare to build Shakespeare. And then ultimately down the road, have a one complex where Crane Hill ore is processed through a future mill at Shakespeare, as well as the open pit ore from Shakespeare. Hmm. How How far apart are the two? So they're about 50 road kilometers apart. Oh, it's not terrible. No, it's, in Sudbury, you know, it's very typical to be trucking over 50 kilometers uh, around the basin. That's what the majors do right now with
0: their centralized mills and, and multiple mines. Okay, very good. Uh, and so let's talk about going into this fall and winter. I mean, I'm assuming we're gonna, you and I will be chatting again. More drill results coming out of Crean Hill? pretty soon lots of drill results coming out
1: so we've drilled already um in total between Shakespeare and, and crane hill probably 20,000 meters of drilling this year um we've only released about 7,000 meters so um you know when our team's back in the office uh we'll definitely be you know putting together some some uh, news release to get out some more of these drill results so there'll be lots coming over the fall um you know hopefully some in the in the near term and uh yeah
0: we'll like say we'll wrap the year up at twenty five thousand meters uh, i'm curious about the precious metals the, the the platinum palladium uh mineralization you have how does that is that pretty typical for this for mines around sudbury to have those precious metals within their matrix
1: yeah so there's uh you know there's some different styles of deposits in sudbury um but they all have you know, some amount of platinum, palladium, and gold in, them. Do they? Okay. in the In the contact ores, um, typically, you know, it'll run sort of one to two grams. Mm. Um, in the footwall zones, that's where you can get some really elevated um, PGMs, like we're seeing in our 109 footwall zone, where, you know, it could get up over an ounce in, in
0: some areas. Okay. And how is the, how, how is the process, the, the, the metallurgy, and how is typically... Are, is is that matrix kind of processed and separated yeah so you know in Sudbury the uh, both the
1: mills produce nickel and copper concentrates okay and so most of the uh, the precious metals end up in the nickel concentrate oh, um, yeah. and then there's further refining to separate that out and it goes to a precious metal refinery you know there'll also be some precious metals in the copper con and that'll go to the copper smelter and um, and get extracted later in that process
0: very good uh, you know you, you do have that OTC ticker in, for the United States and investors there. Uh, we keep on having this conversation about you know, critical m- minerals and what's being anointed critical by th- federal governments. Uh, what is that relationship w- like with not only your own federal and provincial government, but also perhaps the United States governments? Uh, is there any sort of dialogue back and forth? Yeah, being a uh, you
1: know a critical minerals exploration development company, um, there's lots of dialogue going on between both the U.S. Uh, government uh, departments, as well as the Canadian and the provincial government in Ontario. So yeah, we've uh, you know I think we've said this a few times before, but we have applied for a DoD grant for the Shakespeare project. Um, you know, we feel it meets all the the criteria. So you know that is something that uh, is in the works and. Uh, we are also in, in conversations with different uh, parts of the Canadian government, the federal government, and you know they're starting to come out with some, um, I think, pretty uh, interesting um, programs and incentives for critical mineral um, extraction and, and processing. So we're going to try and you know
0: take advantage of those um, where we can and where it's applicable. So lots of ongoing conversation. Uh, any update from that grant application? Did you get the notice that it has been received <laughs> or anything like yeah. that? Yeah, we, we've got a few pieces of, of feedback from it.
1: Um, you know, in general, it has gone through uh, the different various departments, and they've confirmed that it meets the criteria that they're mm-hmm. looking for for their grants. Um, so now it's, it's a bit of a waiting game in a matter of time uh, to let them work through
0: their processes, so we'll see what happens. That would be interesting. Um, are there other Canadian projects that have received U.S. federal grants? I have not heard of any, yes? none that I know of. Yeah. Any grants from the Canadian federal government that you can apply for? There isn't any that uh, currently are in
1: place where we could apply for... Um, mining operations or the construction of mines. Um, there is a another fund that, that we understand is in the works, and, and hopefully will, you know, come into play in 2024. And that's the uh, Canadian Growth Fund, and that will have a, a portion of those funds allocated to actual critical mineral mine. Um, development so mm-hmm. that one we don't have all the details on it it's not
0: finalized yet but it is in the pipeline and, and hopefully we'll be active in 2024 great uh, well it's going to be an exciting uh, fall and in the winter jason you and i will be touching base uh you know a couple times before the end of the year i appreciate your time good to see you again here in colorado and i hope you uh, have a very productive last couple days here at the conference thanks a lot trevor it's always yeah. a pleasure yeah all right that's jason jessup ceo of magna mining again trading on the venture with nicu